Okay, everybody have copies? We began last week this uh, challenging subtopic of the interaction between Hilchah Stock and Kibbut Aveim. And some very important parameters we're going to get to in Kibbut Aveim. We hope this is not that no game, but it does come up, and more often than one would think. In today's uh, relative affluent society, you would think that, well, if the son has panasa, the parents have panasa, where's it going to come up? Problem is, is that if somebody loses their job when they're 63 and they were depending on that income and now they're applying for a job, to apply for a job at 63 is not impossible, but a daunting task. And it gets more daunting when they wanted to plan on working and the cheshman out mathematically to work to 73, which is done today, very nice, and, uh, and they lose a job at 69. It's, it's a problem. And if they have savings, wonderful. If they don't, then what's clear from the beginning of the shuva from a Shermuk, which we're going to continue now, is that uh, Tzedakah begins with the Kravim and a Karav Karav Tchila, and parents are very Karav. So there's absolutely a Chiv, Ram Shermuk starts off saying, which I think no one would disagree with, that even if he has to give all of his Tzedakah, the Meitzer, the Chaymish, to the parents, so be it, even though normally you don't give all your Tzedakah to one person, but if it's required, it's required. Now he's going to remind us of the Ramah, which we saw, that you really shouldn't l'chatchila use meiser money, quote-unquote, for parents. Uh, we saw in the Al-Hashulchan that he thinks maybe that's only meiser tua, because it's nicker, that it's more nicker than it's meiser money, nobody really knows, and so forth. It's embarrassing them. The Ramah doesn't explain, and certainly if that's not shot in the Ramah, and it's not clear that's shot in the Ramah, uh, one should avoid it if one can take care of it from other assets. Not always doable, especially with a large amount. The particular scenario over here is when the parent is going for long-term care, nursing home or facility similar to that, and it costs like $15,000, $20,000 a month. And they don't have insurance, and um, they're not a Medicaid. Uh, the separate cover, I, I spoke to Avi today, just I told him we're preparing the share. He said he has a graduation to go to tonight uh, but um, he happens to be in this uh, business. He said, uh, it's, uh, it, I agree with him. He says, it's a mitzvah rabba, not only because he's in the business, to try to let people know about this ahead of time because a person can, Rahman Laslan, save their whole life and have a lot of money, uh, even if they have a lot of money. And if uh, proper preparation is not made and something goes wrong and they need nursing home care or even a lengthy hospital stay, Medicaid will pay about the first 100 days, but, or some sort of uh, intervention uh, it can really be damaging, and there are ways to take care of it. Legal, of course legal. Uh, there are trusts to be set up, and uh, there's insurance one can buy if they're young enough. The insurance is expensive, but it's not prohibitive. He, he told me that they have persons in their low 60s, they get about $10,000 a year, they get the long-term uh, get insurance. So uh, in terms of a shadless, it's inter- I'm mentioning it because well, in the context of this over here, obviously the question, uh, person who was asking about it wasn't done in which case now they need a lot of money and the uh, child has to pay, and he's making that quite clear if he can afford it. But uh, one would imagine of Moshe's famous tshuva on life insurance, it's very famous because all the life insurance salesmen carried around their attaché case. Um, Why not? Uh, It's it's sometimes overquoted, not blaming the insurance salesman. Moshe doesn't say it's a chiv exactly, doesn't say, we saw part of the tshuva here. Recently, he was talking about the Shtadlis. He says, if, um, if it's an invention, uh, the Chachma, 
a guy in time in, and they have this new Einfall in the last couple hundred years that's something called insurance, and that's considered normal regular shtadlis, so then it's the same union of any shtadlis you do. Does that make this particular form of a shtadlis a chiv as opposed to another form of a shtadlis? I've been asked by many people, uh, do they... Um, the first time I was asked a strange question because you don't really have a choice to pay in Social Security. But if they ever give a choice or he had something where it was matching funds from the company, it wasn't regular Social Security, we're talking about a shtadlis. I said, a is a function of what you could do with your investment versus what the company is mandating in their policy and is that the best form of saving money. Some people are not that disciplined and uh, whole life uh, insurance is a gewaltig way to be disciplined because you got to pay in, and then the investor, ah, it's only making 2.5%. Okay, but it's discipline. And others say, no, I don't, that's not my shtadlis, I'm disciplined, and I uh, can make uh, 8% somewhere else. So there's no one vehicle that the person must do. It's a vart in not being simechanisim and hishtadlis, and that balance is always a challenge. What makes it more challenging over here is I've been asked by people, uh, should I get the long-term insurance, and uh, is this the regular get of shtadlis? Here, not regular shots upon us, so he has money, he's making it upon us, and he has savings. is something catastrophic, and they need nursing home care, acute care. Person Leilenu is on a, on a, vent, a ventilator, it's like, it could be $50,000 a week. It's very expensive. Um, it's not a wild scenario that that could happen. It's not everybody. So then you have to really crunch the numbers and see how likely is it and, and where do, and the insurance companies have the number, you know, the numbers of a day shiasu. I never did the study. He did. He's in this business. He, he's, uh, he's convinced that, uh, that there are people who are uh, losing major money because it wasn't, uh, wasn't he's not here now. He's the one just next to you uh, up there uh, where Shragi's sitting. And uh, he said he's going to come tomorrow night. Well, I told him I'll give him some free advertising, but he wasn't looking for it. He just he felt very strongly in the point that um, this is something that is um, is certainly within the within the reality of everyday life. The question is: Is it considered lack of a shtadlis, lack of proper shtadlis, not to have this insurance? So we can discuss that separately. It's an interesting topic. Uh, shouldn't be nagaya, but unfortunately it is. And over here, it wasn't done for whatever reason, and now. Parent can't afford it. Son's doing it. First thing is the chiv to do it. It's not keep it of aim. It's not stuck on. The second thing is that there is an Indian to try to not do for my some money when possible, which is the second paragraph, which is what we're up to on page three, or page two actually in your handouts. Yeah. Take away all that money, make it case. Right. Well, that's that's legal if it's done. But there's a look back. It's a five year look back. That's that's the first thing I mentioned with the trust. There's a way to there's a way to do it, which is legal. Talking about the child? Yeah, the problem is, the, I mentioned trust for a reason. I, I, you can be a medayik in my words. Most of the time I think it, uh, I pick the words badafka. Uh, the Gemara Bamitsiya says, Shlesha Tzayikin Veinanen. Pretty tough Gemara. There are three people who scream and, and daven to Hashem, and Hashem doesn't answer them. Hashem answers everybody. Hashem has a tain on them why they did it in the first place. Uh, one of them is a guy who has a job and he's miserable and uh, he keeps davening, I need a new job, but he doesn't put out any resumes. All three in this Gemara are the same, same bottom line, is that he's not doing the rudimentary hishtadlis to get it done. And the second one we won't talk about now in the video. Um, if you know the Gemara, good. If you don't, I'll tell you afterwards. Uh, <laughs> And um, the, uh, the third one, the second one, it can be quoted out of context. I don't even want to go there. 
And uh, the third one is a person who gives away all his money to his kids, and his kids are not uh, tzaddikim. And, uh, and then the, the understanding was that, of course, they give enough money to live on, and they are, according to their version, they are giving enough money, though. they just don't understand why you need so much money to go on vacation. They're deciding. And the Gemara says they can, they should, they cry out to Hashem, help me, Shaita, why'd you give away all the kids to why'd you give away all the money? So, um, again, you can ask the lawyers how to do this, but I assume there's a way to do it in trust, and then there's a way to, where you still have some element of control, and then there's the simple way to do it just to give it away. The Gemara says you shouldn't do that so quickly. So that's why, that's why I picked the, uh, the trust, uh, the trust uh, vehicle. Okay, let's go to the second paragraph on page two in the first column. He has enough money to pay without coming on to Maisa. And yet he chooses to give it from his Maisa account. Tavalamehirah, a very strong Lashon. Tavalamehirah should be cursed. Again, the Ochshuk says that's only Maisa on Yitzvah, but the Ramah is not Machalik. But if he can't, then he has to do what he has to do. Everybody have it? Page two, uh, second, second paragraph in the first column. Now with the third paragraph. Remember, there's an underlying machlekah, what was the dindaraisa? Sam Sefer claims the dindaraisa was de machsero. You got to keep spending as much money, no cap, midaraisa, to take care of the need of any ani, certainly family members, certainly parents. And then they made a dinner and by Ushra after the Khurban that there was a danger people become poor. They put a fifth as a cap. And the Sefer says they never made this Gzairdabana for parents. Do the keep it of aim issue. And that's how he explains this din. And as we saw, the Ochoshokan sounds like he's saying, no, Midaraisa, that was the cap, it was never going to to point that out. And at Ushra they had to point it out. A very, very big machlaikis. And he his own comment is he finds Ochsam Sefer to be a big Chiddush for an interesting reason. If he has enough money for one day, he wouldn't do too well with that. That means there's nothing in the freezer. So you've got to give away the rest if there's a need, if there are any in front of you. That day, his Chayim, his food, his hunger pains go first. But that's only for one day. Tomorrow is a new day. You don't have to worry about tomorrow. Remember, this diak is brought down in the shach. The Machaber says the kid has to give, but it doesn't have to be Masal of Sachem, which means he doesn't have to go begging. Sounds like more than a fifth. Just the Ramah argues, the Ramah says not only up to a fifth, but what he's trying to bavarn is that the Machaber says, Allah, she knows Masal of Sachem. It sounds like you have to go pretty far before your Masal of Sachem. And uh, he says, but it's, it's not really relevant for over here because by Kibbutz of Aim, even the Chuvas on Hagas agrees. That uh, you got to give up to a fifth, preferably uh, outside your assets, like any other mitzvah, and outside the assets of, of Meiser. And if you have to give for Meiser, give for Meiser. He's not arguing that point. Most children are not giving more than a fifth of their assets to their parents. It could come up if long term care is extremely expensive. And he could be making a salary without too many, um, too many bank accounts, without too much savings. And um, 
He's making um, the two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and it costs over fifty thousand to support the parents. So he's giving, it, and he's he wants to give away more than fifty thousand. Can he do that? So if you hold that the cap of a fifth is for any mitzvahs, not just uh, not just the stucco, which is what's brought down hilchas luluf, maybe it should be usher. So what's interesting is you look at the Ramah we quoted last week. The Ramah just says you don't have to give away more than you give for stucco for kibbutz avayim, but it doesn't say it's usher there. So it could be even though Ramah is giving a little wiggle room for keep it up to give more than a fifth. It's not clear to me because by most mitzvahs you can't do that. Maybe keep it up is different. I'm just throwing out that possibility. And it could happen. If already this matzav is there and the nursing home is charging a fortune, which they, of course, have to do, and he doesn't have any savings, that's what's going to happen. Now, otherwise, not going to let the parent be in it. For some reason, he can't take the parent to the house, which would be the best-case scenario. Uh, that's going to be Nogea, and I think the Ramah would not be against it, although it's not, it's not clear in Ramah. It just says you don't have to give more than you give stuck. It doesn't say it's Osir. Uh, skip down to the bottom paragraph in the first column. Again, he seems to agree, whatever he can afford. So even though he doesn't spell this out, it sounds like he's talking about more than a fifth, which I think is shot in the Ramah. He says, just leave yourself enough for the business and some emergency funds in the bank. But, and he can't use the excuse he doesn't have money because he's spending money on frivolous things. He can spend what he needs, but not more than maybe if more than anything that will give the parent hanah, which means it's better for you to not have your vacation and give it to your parents. That's real kibbutz of aim. Again, where it doesn't interfere with shalom bayis. And he has to be careful to save his money for this all-important mitzvah. Of course, it goes without saying, should not let his father know that he's supporting him from tzedakah. You can feed your father delicious fatted hens and meat and steak and all sorts of delicious things, but turn them in and do it with a frown and embarrass him and you lose all the schar. So obviously that should be hidden and whatever crafty things you can devise to make him think that the money's coming from somewhere else. You could probably even tell a white lie for something like this. Because if he's going to get super aggravated, which he will, then you're not accomplishing much. So where did it come from? I don't know. We had, uh, we had some returns. We found some old U.S. saving bonds in the, and they were written out to you. I don't make up some story that's going to be somewhat plausible if he's going to get terribly aggravated. If he's getting more aggravated that you're not telling him the truth, that's a different story. You have to figure out a new situation. Amnam. Now he gets to the famous uh, Geder, which is going to quote the story from Abchaim. Listen carefully. Because he quotes it uh, in a certain way, and I've seen it quoted this way in many's firm. I'm not sure... I'll share with you my reservations about the story in a moment. He says, in his opinion, he's not convinced that this has anything to do with Hilchastaka or the Shaila and the Gemara of who pays for Kibbutz Avayim, Mishalav, Mishal Ben, and we pass him Mishalav. See, he was struggling with that. Right? He says he doesn't think that you have to get into any of the Shailas. The Mitzvah Kibbutz Avayim goes on you. You have to take care of it. We began discussing this last week. If you have to take care of it, you want to pay money because you have a more convenient way of doing it, and you want somebody else to do it besides giving up doing it yourself. But if you're paying money because you don't want to take care of it, we can really have them in your house. It's just difficult. So now it's more convenient, and that might be the wise decision. It might be better for Sean Bais, less anxiety. But Lamaisa, if it's physically possible for you to do, 
And now it's costing $15,000 a month to do it in a nursing home or more. So he questions whether that has anything to do with making, even if the father has assets, can you even get the money from the father and paskim mishalav or mishalbem? Because betzim, it's your mitzvah. You're doing something for your convenience. You should pay for that. That's a huge nafkamin and hilchas kibbit obeim. And then and it bypasses all the shines we're discussing. We're discussing Mishalab and Shalbet and Hilchat Staka. Forgetting this. You can't take us out of Staka. You can't, it's for your convenience. You can't, you can't support yourself with your own mice money. That's a pretty important question. Now you have to judge in each case is this something anybody would do? Is it possible? Highly improbable? What is he really, why is he really not doing this? That's a hard thing to judge. It says, If he has to miss work doing Kippur Avain, he has to miss work. It has nothing to do with Mishalab and Shalbet. Ah, he's not making money. Missing the closing, he can't go to work. He's a, unless he's losing his job, in which case maybe he doesn't have to, if he's in Machsal Apsachim, he has to miss work. What do you mean? Uh, Mishal, Mishal, can I bill my father for what I would have made? The answer is no. That's not, that's not to do Mishal. Mishal Ben is when he asks you to buy orange juice, you can come back and say the orange juice was $2. Missing work is like any other mitzvah. You've got to miss work for Yantaf also. You've got to miss work to go buy Lulu Vanessa. You've got to miss work to do any mitzvah. You've got to miss work to have a shacharis with a minion. Okay, if you're going to lose a transfer of money, so maybe you can have a shacharis, but you've got to do the mitzvah. So here the mitzvah is on you. Often, to make it easier, not that we don't understand them, but to make it easier, he sets it up in a care facility. There's no such patur. Famous maizah. His father was sick in Warsaw, and he lived in Brisk, and nobody had too much money, and he uh, came over to Abchaim and said, Rebbe, these train tickets to Warsaw cost a lot of money, and for some reason I guess his father couldn't pay for it, or, or wouldn't pay for it, he couldn't ask him, and he wanted to know, it's a funny question, his father's sick in Warsaw. Okay. But let's ignore the fact that it's a, it's a ridiculous question for other reasons. But he wanted to know, is he mechiv to buy a train ticket? He's not going to get paid back. If the father doesn't have the money, then it's the other Shiloh. Then this is something he might have to, he should go there because it's part of Pika Chaylam to take care of him. So assuming everything's taken care of, he just wants to see his son, which is normal. Uh, but the plane, the, the train uh, ticket costs a lot of money. So Chaim heard the Shiloh, and he told him, you're 100% right. You don't have to spend money. He says, you're right, you don't have to pay for the ticket. Walk. It's 184 kilometers from Brisk to Warsaw. I checked it out in preparation for this year. And I'll tell you why. 184 kilometers. That's uh, whatever, 100 miles, give or take. Uh, I didn't know how far Brisk was from Warsaw. Heard of both cities, so, you know, find anything out. I checked it out. That's a long walk. That would take days and days to walk. Chayyadam is a famous hakira for any mitzvah. You have to go to a different city. I find the Shaila fascinating. He said, Sarachin, it sounds like he's not pushed you have to. Al-Tircha. I, if you would have asked me the Shaila, and I'm not, I'm not arguing the Chayyadam, because many Achronim are arguing the Chayyadam. So I don't have to do it. The Rabbi Yashiv um, told somebody I know that he thinks the Chayyadam is a big Chiddush and you have to you have to be matriarch and go to a different city. It's not gay. I had a, I had a guy once who was uh, in Alaska and he forgot his phone in Seattle. You have to, it wasn't the money, the plane ticket's a few hundred dollars. You have to fly all the way back to Seattle and spend the whole day getting it filling. The answer is a mitzvah deraiz. So the, we assume the mitzvah deraiz is once a day. How we assume that, but we assume that. Uh, that's, that's the common understanding. Do you have to go to a different city to be a mitzvah? The Chayadam is not convinced you do. I would have thought the Gedder is 
Well, how much you have to spend on a mitzvah sasa? 20%. So our thought together is the amount of tircha that is equal to 20% of your assets. No? Honest answer here. How much tircha would you do to say 20% of your assets? I think you'd go to Indonesia and back four times. 20% of your assets? That's a lot of money. The tircha going to a different city? So I'm not sure why the chayadam is not saying the amount of tircha is, the amount of whatever it is for the amount of 20%. He doesn't put the two together. I'm not sure why Rabbi Yoshev sounds like he, he would. Never asked about the 20%, but he says you've got to go to a different city. If it would cost you more than 20% of your assets, of course you don't. So Rabbi Chaim told him, you're right, you don't have to buy a train ticket. It's Mishal Abel If you're not going to get paid back, you can afford it for some reason, you wouldn't get paid. You're potter, walk. So the Chayadim would say, walk, 184 kilometers. That's not so possible. Chayadim would say that. Now, th- that means, well, I'm going to point out, one second. But if, if there's no chif to walk in the first place, then I'm not buying a train ticket because I want to make it more convenient for myself. I wouldn't, I and nobody else would walk 104 kilometers to Warsaw. So then it's not in the realm of possibility. It's possible, but it's not, nobody would do it. And Mamela, now I have an expense that I want to charge my father, not because I'm trying to make life easy for me. It's because this is the way you get from Bristol to Warsaw. You go by train. That's why this story, the way it's set over, is a big Kiddush. So Elamite, so Chaim holds, there is no such tour, like, not like the Chayadim, fine. And you have to make or din, walk if you have to. And you don't want to walk, you want to take a train. Okay, so then that's your problem. Still a Kiddush to me. Because even if you say that, if I'm not doing something out of convenience, I'm doing something that this is the normal way to go, so then why isn't that Mishalav or Mishal Ben? He's quoting the story as I've always seen it quoted, that no, Rabbi Chaim meant literally, he wasn't just giving the guy a Musar, I thought he was giving the guy over the head. Like, what kind of crazy cash is that? His father's dying, and just go to... He's saying no. He says, you are taking a train because you don't want to walk. Uh, again, the Kiddush over here in my eyes is that, but, but no, I'm not taking a train because I want to walk uh, two miles and I want to buy a car to go visit him. I'm on a train because nobody walks. It's 184 kilometers. But that's not the way he's saying it over. He's bringing this to Zariah, that if you're sending him to the nursing home, I hear the nursing home case better, by the way. Because there he could have him in the house. It's probably better to have him in the house in many scenarios. It's a strain. It's, it's a lot of tichas. So you want to save his own tichas, then you pay for it. It's nothing to do with the other shayla. But the example he's giving for Abchayim is a chiddush to me. My case I gave last week with the chicken. Did I give that case? Did we get up to that? So there again, it's to make the 10, 20 minutes making chicken. So that's a normal thing to do. You want to call up a restaurant and have it delivered. So then you pay for that. Or at least pay for the differential. But to walk 124 kilometers is, is a chiddush. But let's see how he quotes the story. And the only patur is you have to miss work, you have to miss work again and again and again, and you have to miss a business opportunity as long as you're still making panos, you don't have to go begging. Then that's your chiv. So now you're only sending them over there because it's easier for you, then you have to pay. It has nothing to do with Mishalav Lava Shabbat, it has nothing to do with Maisa money. And therefore, Pasha says that uh, you have to pay. So that last paragraph throws the whole Shiloh off, and this could have a lot of nafkaminas. Um, if you could, uh, obviously, somebody can just in general about Michel Avila, Michel Ben, uh, somebody who can afford to be Mahana the parents, as I started talking about last week, the scenario where the parent is, is older, often very old, and uptight and nervous, and nervousness usually 
results in being nervous about money quite often. And you could be mahana them in ways which cost money without asking them for the money. Uh, is that hashkafically a good thing to do? We said, no, the Gemara has a shayla. The Gemara passes and they shall and they can afford it. Should I ask them for the money? So the answer is uh, you have no chiv to pay for it, but be smart. If you can pay for it and be a sport, and that's the meaning of Elam, I think. People don't unless the parent offers. The parent knows what's going on, and the parent offers, and the parent offers, and you can decide whether you want to take the money depending on the finances of the son. But if you can, uh, if you can, uh, I had a uh, Steven Spielberg, I don't know if you ever heard of him. Uh, he, um, he's not from, has a good Jewish heart, but just as an example of, Gemara uh, gives an example of the scene, I'll give an example of a you, not to be from. He, uh, I, I, it's his, um, whatever, his, uh, it's not important how I know the story, okay. But uh, uh, there are family members that are, I have a, uh, Shaykhs too, that uh, were, um, I recently heard the story in the last uh, conversation we had, said the, the father, Stephen's father, uh, who um, was, I don't know if he's still alive now or not, but this is, you know, a number of years ago. It's been the last decade, the story, I think. What was he, Nifter? What? What was that? Yeah, but is, he, uh, is the father still alive? Oh, no. Okay. The story. What? Okay, whatever. So, yeah. So, the... No, but the... Whatever. So, father, stepfather, whatever. Anyway, he flew... Uh, that's something doing in Israel. that a new uh, thing they put out. He flew his father... I don't remember if he rented a jet or he... Uh, but, like, no... Like, the, the numbers you're saying is very wealthy. Okay, but the numbers were off the charts. When I heard the hishtalshalism of what was done, it was such a fabulous... Uh, display, keep it, and it was like Mamash had a pure avo. This is what you do. This is a real Jewish midah. This is it, what you do for a father. Nobody had a hobby in asking anybody to pay. He has his own money, and everybody has their own money. You can easily ask them to pay. Everybody can write out big checks. But it's not a hobby in the world to ask because part of the nachas over here is ta, or in this case, dad. You know, it's on me. We want to give you the nachas, and we want you to join this, and I wouldn't even think of it. That's for somebody who's not from. Who uh, doesn't know the diktukim and keep it of aim, but you have to have a you have to have a heart for it. You have to have a hergish for it. If you can afford it, there's really no discussion because why would you want to get into the nitty gritty mishalavish love ben if part of the is not even bringing it up? If he insists on paying you, so fine. The reason I say that is because I had somebody a couple of years ago who was eating out once a week in Prime Grill. It was not Prime Grill. Uh, in Manhattan, he's from the suburbs. The father was, lived in, in, in the city, and they met. This, the father's like highlight, lived alone. Like the highlight of the week was meeting his son every week to Prime Grill. And the son came and asked me, he says, You know, you do this every single week, it gets expensive. Can I take it off a of Meister? He wanted to even ask me about Michelab Michelab. He wanted to take off a of Meister. I know the guy, he's a good guy. I'm a little surprised by the question. I, he's quite comfortable, and the, and the father's not. The father could pay, but you know. I said, if you brought it up out of curiosity with your father, uh, did he ever offer to pay? Said, my father offered to pay? He says, my father uh, has a problem buying French fries in, uh, in, 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 in kosher country or, or whatever, whatever it was like from 50 years ago. He says, he's not going to pay for Prime Grill. I said, uh, but he likes it. This is your idea or his idea? No, it's his idea. This is Mamish the highlight of his week. So I said, Ashrecha, how much is the cost of you already? I don't know how much Prime Grill is. Is 150 per customer? Is that good? Will that, will that cover everything? He, I remember he described to me, he orders like the, the thickest steak. So I was like, 200? How much does it cost him? 200 a week. So two, four, six, eight, so 10, 11, 12,000 dollars a year. Guy can well afford it, but he kept this conversation less than a half hour. 
kept asking me and this, and he wanted to do the sugmish, and this and this and that. I said, Meiser, the Ramal is only for Aniyim. Uh, you're saying for like the Shach, the Mitzvah, all back and forth. I said, You're missing the point over here. <laughs> this is an opportunity to keep it off a hand. You give your father Nachas. Why, this is where you're saving your money. He has no chiv. He's 100% right. He has no chiv to do this, but this is so. Sometimes you have to look at the greater picture. And I'm just pointing out that case with uh, Stephen because uh, sometimes you just got to understand it in your heart, even if you don't know the din. Okay.